Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of the podcast show Become a Legend. Uh, my name is Edward and I'm Tokyo leading personal branding coach and business producer. Uh, the topic of uh, today's episode is uncertainty, avoidance, and Japan. Uh, Japan is a great country where innovation and tradition co- coexist in harmony, which is really uh, a great experience. So you have you can t- you can see a very traditional uh, way of living, a very traditional way of doing business, and at the same time uh, high tech uh, and uh, artificial intelligence and robots and all those things which are amazing and everybody knows Japan as a a very developing country and um, futuristic country so you can you can enjoy in in those two parallel universe I would say at the same time Uh, but uh, despite being famous for having high level of uncertainty avoidance Japan is known uh, as a technological uh, breakthroughs so why uh, we have uh, this uh, contradiction here. What? Why that? Uh, contra- uh, this contradiction occur. So we have some uh, study, which is a, a Hofstede study, uh, which uh, actually uh, we have uh, proved that Japan is a, a country with the uh, highest uncertainty avoidance index. What that means? That means like typical Japanese person, typical Japanese company, they want to try avoid any risk. In any kind of situation, which means uh, people who, who are hired, they want they are looking for security. They don't want to be uh, they don't want to worry about uh, chance that they will lose their job, right? Companies who are hiring people, they want to be safe and to, to find the right candidates. Uh, when people doing business with other people, they want to be sure that you are a great company with a great reputation, with a, a, a good tracking record, and in ideal world that works very well because uh, um, of course definitely you have to prove that you are great that you have a reputation that you have a great tracking record but uh, what about startups what about the new business what about the entrepreneurship which is actually driven the the, the uh, modern economy so um, if we are take if you take a look uh, what happened in Japan after World War two we will find there are many uh, great companies actually uh, grow at that time because at that time uh, they, they they didn't have any other choice. There, there was everything was destroyed, and people were very poor. And they, 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 they used to be very hungry to build a company, to build a uh, country, to to build a, what Japan is today, amazing country. Tokyo Olympic is coming next year, so uh, they built fun, fantastic country uh, to live. Everything is very functional, on time. But how? That can be at the same time like we have that kind of uh, uncertainty avoidance. And where is that coming from? What is the reason? What is the main reason for, for, for that philosophy of life? And then if you are looking on the surface, you might think this is because of the religion. But this is because Japan is an island country. This is because uh, 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 they are just like doing like uh, like that. That's, that. that's their behavior, etc., etc. But at the same time, we know... Japan is very, very, very dangerous place to be in terms of the natural disaster. So uh, earthquakes and tsunami can happen anytime, anywhere. It's just a matter how huge it's going to happen. So we all remember uh, 2011 in March uh, and what happened in Miyagi in um, prefecture in northeast uh, Japan when a huge earthquake hit uh, uh, and then followed with a, a big tsunami and what happened uh, with people, what happened with the nuclear plant in Fukushima. And uh, I was at that time in Europe and I was observing what was going on in Japan 
uh, and uh, what uh, what I found is that uh, on on one side, like uh, people really support each other and try to help each other to establish a normal life as soon as possible. But on the other side, government and media and people they didn't communicate properly what's going on with Fukushima, and that was very dangerous at that time because they didn't talk what what's going on, and uh, they they don't they didn't know how to deal with the, the with the crisis management. So the risk was very huge, and they didn't know they didn't communicate. So actually, if you don't communicate about the about the situation, that even you 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 actually are building the risk, and it, it can be a big 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 disaster. So uh, why is that? Why is that? Is that because of the Japanese culture or something else is here, which is hidden? I think actually it's more about the fact that in human nature we don't want to deal with something which is a bad news, we don't want to talk about that, we, we try to avoid it, we try to put on the side, we don't want uh, like talk about bad things and, and that's uh, how, so for example in Japanese company the people they, wanna, they don't want to uh, say I don't agree with you or uh, because that might affect the relationship, long term relationship etc etc but what is the risk of not taking an action, like what is the opportunity risk? So that's the something which I, I encourage young Japanese people to think. Okay, risk, yes, calculate, don't be stupid, don't spend money on something you don't need to spend money, don't take a risk you don't need to take. But at the same time, if you really want to establish the company, if you want to take, uh, if you want to start with a new product, a new service, you have to take some uh, risk. Um, I mean, risk means uh, stop doing something which is uh, like already... Um, Kind of uh, normal practice or habit, so you wanna you wanna starting doing something else because environment change, and then you even if you are follower, if you are not first member, you have to change, you have to take risk, and you don't have a knowledge, and if you don't have a knowledge, you have to learn how you can learn, of course by taking some risk. So uh, because you you wanna take some actions, and it will take some time to be expert, you need to make some mistakes, but then why people are not willing to take mistakes? So this is a big drama here. If you if you do mistakes and nobody wants to talk uh, uh, talk about uh, that mi mistake happen, who is responsible? Nobody is responsible. We are all responsible. Nobody is responsible, and that's kind of a, a chicken or egg problem. So if you have a company and then you wanna uh, build a team, you cannot find people who wanna be join your team because it's uh, ridiculously low. Uh, unemployment rate is two point five percent. And people don't, don't want to lose uh, a, sec a safe job because if they lose a safe job, it's not about uh, they they really lie allow that job. It's about oh you quit your full time job and then you join the company, which are not safe. And and then after one or two years, it is failure. That company go to the bankrupt, and that's the end of the world. Yes, here yes that that's that's a big drama here. But actually, in reality, at the same time, you are you are willing to accept the risk that uh, the huge earthquake might happen today, tomorrow, right now, and you can be killed by tsunami, or you can die, or your family can die. That's okay to take that risk. But on the other side, it's not okay to take a risk like of the small uh, business decision to uh, to test the market, to take some risk to in order to of course to be profitable, in order to be successful. I don't want to say that, uh, like for the business, for the business acumen, and uh, you can calculate that risk. You can uh, calculate the scenario, worst scenario, best scenario, normal scenario, and based on that, actually, you can prepare for any scenarios. But what is my point here? I want to say that uh, not taking any risk is huge opportunity risk. You are losing 
great opportunity because you didn't take any risk. And this is part of the culture, but that's coming from the sphere of that. Okay, so that's coming from the fear of death, and because we're all afraid that we're gonna die, which is the fact, uh, we don't want to uh, accept any other risk. And that's the problem in Japan because they have so, such a, a, a traumatic experience with uh, so many earthquakes and tsunami over the history, and now that actually uh, create a community of people who don't wanna uh, uh, accept any risk, but at the same time. When they don't have a choice, when something happens, they start to be very organized. They try to establish the the normal life as soon as possible. They renovate the facilities. They renovate the uh, everything in a, in record time. But they cannot talk what's going on on the ground. So uh, media is not helping a lot. So basically, uh, when everything happened in March 2011, actually uh, the best communication tool was Twitter not like normal media, traditional media. And that was the case why Twitter is became so popular in Japan now. Over 45 million people are using Twitter, but everything started with the tsunami and earthquake in, in March 2011 because people were used to communicate with Twitter and, and send short messages in uh, uh, by using a kanji, Chinese character, to communicate with their family members. Are they okay? Are they alive? And uh, how every, all, all, all other things. So uh, yes, uh, uh, if you if you I think consider uh, to start your business in Japan, then uh, please consider that you have uh, to take more time, more money than in any other market. It is more complex. You have to establish great, 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 great relationship with the uh, local partners who will be deal with uh, with your uh, Japanese clients. Don't expect that you can just show up and say, "Hey, I have a great product, I have a great brand," and then everybody will work with you. No, probably nobody is going to work with you. Because even if you have a great tracking record from other markets, they don't care. You have to show them that you have a great tracking records here and in Japan. And how you can do that if you just launch the product. So that's why you have to consider very uh, precisely your marketing entry strategy, your sales strategy, what kind of people you want to hire, uh, who will be the uh, partner, a Japanese partner, who will help you actually to to establish or who already have good good relationship with the, with the, with the clients. So no matter how your product is good or great, this is something you have to uh, just calculate and put in, in your business plan when you're launching the business in Japan. Um, yes, yeah, so the, uh, from the business point of view, you can be successful in Japan and if you're playing on the long term, if you're playing on the on the long game and follow their rules, at the same time you can bring something innovative, so you can surprise them, you can bring them something they don't have, and they, they are willing, they are curious, so you have to create that safe environment for them that they can be relaxed, there is a minimum risk or no risk at all, they might will take you and they will might support you. But, and then when you show actually this is a great thing, and if you have a tracking record one or two years in a row, then finally you will get the trust and then finally you can you can uh, start doing as a normal uh, person business in, in Japan. So uh, take into account time and money. You have to invest more time and more money at the beginning to establish any kind of business in Japan to build that relationship and trust. But then uh, in Japan we have companies who are over 500 years old and that's the reason why, because they have a great relationship and actually even if company doesn't work well because of those kind of supportive community, they will support you, they will give you uh, some business in order to don't go to the bankrupt. So yes, that's that's on one side, it's always plus and minus, but like in today in a um, digital era, we can uh, consider, okay, uh, we have to uh, work something we really enjoy, we have talent, we have a purpose to doing, and then 
some risks we have to take in order to learn things. We have to, t to take small risk uh, and uh, to, uh, to just learning by mis doing mistakes because there is no way that you can do everything perfectly, even if somebody show you that they can do everything perfectly, just somebody show you and you are doing, because always it's experience which is the best lecture for you is experience. Somebody has to show you the system uh, and formula and steps, but at the end of the day you are the person, you are the only one person who, who have to implement all this into action and, 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 uh, to, in order to start actually to, to execute strategy with somebody else or you create together with, with, with them. So yes, uh, in, um, uh, the, the question here is uh, how to deal with this uh, uh, risk in Japan. So I recommend is to consider uh, that that's not going to change because you are thinking is good or bad. You have to accept that. You have to deal with that and find creative solution how you can deal with that. How what kind of partner uh, who will like what you are doing, who will uh, like your product or service, will actually help you to introduce the Japanese people who once when they realize that you are a great person, that you have a great product, you want to support them, they will be happy to work with you. So that's just the process and it's coming from the uh, human nature because they have that fear uh, traditionally because of uh, geolocation, uh, uh, like every, uh, uh, it's a huge risk that uh, natural disaster can happen and that impact every single decision in their life and it's a part of their maybe even DNA. So they, 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 they feel a fear of that, they feel a fear of catastrophe, and that's why they don't want uh, any other risk to take. That's why sometimes you might feel that they are closed, they don't want to talk with you, even if you can speak Japanese. It's not the case that they don't like you, they don't trust you, it's just the case that they, they, they don't want to take any risk. So if you are open-minded, then you can ask them the questions and they will start to communicate with you. So don't don't go in, in, in direction that you start to be close, same as them, because there is no communication. If there is no communication, no business, and if there is no business, then, you know, uh, it will be a very hard time for you uh, to, to, to survive in, in, in Japan. So, yes, uh, I hope uh, you understand what my opinion about uh, Japan and uh, uncertainty avoidance uh, means. So, it's in my opinion, it's not about uh, only about the culture and about the history. It's also about the human nature. So, when you know that some huge risk is always there, then you try to avoid all other risks. So that's the main reason why sometimes we might be frustrating uh, by Japanese uh, business people uh, mindset because they don't wanna take something just because you think is great. They wanna actually first some kind of uh, social proof. But actually, many more businesses over uh, uh, even globally are start to be like that. So uh, if you're talking about inbound marketing or business models like um, everybody wants to try something for free first like a trial period or those kind of things in order to be safe uh, and in order to don't have any negative emotions uh, before they actually buy things from you. Okay, uh, so I hope you enjoyed this content and if that's the case, uh, please be share uh, this podcast with your community or write your review. I would really appreciate to subscribe to one of my uh, channels and talk to you next Thursday.